century since the inception of the nuclear era in armaments <clears throat> that uh, you know our parents and our grandparents specifically dealt with this idea of mutually assured destruction and right now we have a lot of uh, neocon and neoliberal forces um, that are really naive about this kind of warfare because uh, first of all they have an archetype of the Russians that it just needs to be that is pretty much their boogeyman and they've re related that, that that's the war that's the good war um that's the war that a lot of these senior um state department cia a lot of spooks from the uh, numerous different um, you know they call it the intelligence community but this is who they want the war with. They don't want the war with China. They see the war with Russia as the war, the huge war that they want to fight. Because, let's face it, if you're looking at just from a standpoint of a, a foe on the world stage, Russia is smaller than us as far as population size, and that's going to go down as time goes on because they have a shrinking birth rate, just like all Western countries really do. Um, although they're not a Western country, I'm just saying um, the demographics are tilted against Russia in the long run. And then with uh, China, you have like 1.4 billion um, human beings up to their count. But the other thing about China is that it's a big money hole for the elites. And Russia, uh, you know, has basically because of their... Uh, foreign or their national their their foreign policy they've been sanctioned basically into oblivion for the last 10 years they're a no-go for business um, since 2014 since their first invasion of Crimea but I wanted to talk about what uh, mutually assured destruction is because it's almost comical matter of fact one of the greatest satires of our day and age is <laughs> <coughs> Stanley Kubrick's uh, ode to the concept of military or mutually assured destruction, mad as it is, and this is why we don't go picking fights with nuclear armed countries, because uh, the whole doctrine. So, it, it, just imagine what would happen if Russia decided to fire nuclear weapons at us or if they deployed nuclear weapons it would be a just complete uh, you know 
it would, it would be it would, they call it the sneak attack or the preemptive attack and if you think about that there's some scenes from that uh, movie Doctor Strangelove that are just absolutely hilarious although they're t- and they're hilarious because they're talking about and so nonchalantly the death of millions and millions of people pretty much the extinction of the human race um, off the face of the earth uh, but you know that's the whole idea is that if we fire one we would be mass retaliated against and also think it's a mis it's an, a misunderstanding of what type of nuclear weapons that we have and what the purpose of them would be uh, if you were to break down basically there's I'm gonna break down the types of bombs but there's tactical nuclear weapons that you would use supposedly in a battlefield scenario and then there are hydrogen bombs and then there's neutron there's several types of bombs but the ones that we have most equipped are hardcore uh, carpet bombing and that means bombing indiscriminately civilian military all types of targets um, the thermonuclear weapons when they first detonated the a, a hydrogen bomb thermonuclear weapons what they call that they were literally worried that it would incinerate our atmosphere that it would, the chain reaction caused uh you know it's called oh god what the hell is it called critical mass i think is what it's called but that that cascading effect would literally incinerate our atmosphere um and what the weapons as my understanding of what they're talking about in ukraine if russia were to deploy tactical nuclear weapons nuclear weapons this is something that we used to have armed on in eastern europe basically in in berlin the rest of the nato countries that were originally opposed to something called the warsaw pact but it could include mortars, shells, literally, just think of a any type of, um, you know, round that our, you know, infantry men are using, men and women, but usually men, <laughs> especially in this type of conflict. Women do not want this smoke, and nor should they, but uh, imagine mortar rounds, and we used to deploy these. I, one of the most fascinating books about war that I've ever read was um, Schwarzkopf, he's a general of our original uh, incursion <laughs> into Iraq, um, and he was a, originally a FOB uh, commander, so like a forward operating base, and what he was, uh, what his battalion or whoever he was, he had like a unit that was working under him fresh out of West Point, and what they were doing was maintaining uh, tactical nuclear weapons like mortars and stuff like that for a an eastern push from the Soviet army. So that if one side uses a nuclear weapon, the other side will uh, return in kind, and it will you know lead to a cascading effect of retaliation massively. Uh, until you know, and, and to fire off all your missiles at the same time, 
and basically like a big orgasmic you know shot into the stratosphere just exterminating mankind and there's actually you know uh, references or allusions in the end of that movie uh, Dr. Strangelove to you know coitus <laughs> just uh, but yeah, it's a movie you got to check it out. I'm not going to ruin it all, but uh, the act of destroying and creating, but real, real uh, above the years kind of shit. But uh, check out Doctor Strange Love and realize that's what would happen if we exchange nukes with Russia. Uh, is just the extinction of mankind. Says, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. I suppose we all thought that, one way or another. <laughs>